Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 72. This is Kelly Roach of Unstoppable Success Radio, and today I'm excited to invite you to a four-part video training series designed to help small business owners learn the number one underlooked strategy on the planet for quickly and easily growing your income, closing multi-thousand dollar deals, and creating reliable, consistent reoccurring revenue in your business. To gain immediate access to video number one, all you have to do is text the word raise your rates. That's all one word, no spaces, to 44222. Again, that's raise your rates to 44222. Now on to the show. So welcome to the show, Nicole. So excited to have you here today. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You got it. So Nicole, you're going to help us really break down some of the um, entrepreneurial traps that people get stuck into and, and really talk a lot today about connection and getting off your entrepreneurial island and what that means to your business and what that meant to you and how it transformed everything in your business and life and, and kind of some action steps and recommendations that you have for entrepreneurs, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have Blissful Eats, which is my granola company, and I've been doing it for about four years now. But I've had two kids in the meantime, so there were a bunch of stops and starts. And I told you before when we were chatting that things didn't start to change for my business and really start to move forward until I started making connections. And I have a unique um, a unique situation that I've been a blogger for a long time and I had this food business. So, but I never really used that. I just kind of was doing things separately and living on this like island and didn't realize that the key to moving your business forward is making connections. And whether you're making connections with influencers or other entrepreneurs, those are the people that are going to help you. Connection is like the main piece in moving your business forward. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I love that. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs at some level realize that. And I know everyone's heard the phrase, you know, your your network is your net worth, right? Is that like, you know, so much of that exponential growth and the leaping in your business versus the climbing comes from building those key connections. So I think people know it at a deep level, but maybe don't know how to open themselves up or don't know where to get started. So can you give some tips and strategies for entrepreneurs listening that are like, that's me, like I'm stuck on an island, like how do I open myself up? Where do I get started? Yeah. And I think it's so easy to kind of sit back and just say, well, that person would have never talked to me because they have this many page views or they have this many followers. And I was totally, totally in that position, too, where I was kind of like, well, I don't want to ask for affiliates because they're going to say no. So I completely, completely get it. But I will say, once you start reaching out to people and building authentic relationships, then that's where it all starts for you. And I know authentic, authenticity and transparency, they're such like buzzwords right now, but it's because it's true. So if you can just start making a list of five to 10 people who you feel like you really connect with, whether they have 100,000 page views or they have 1,000 page views, that doesn't matter. Just find people people that you connect with that you think like, okay, I could be their friend. And then just start doing little things. Go on their website and leave them comments or go on their Instagram every single day. They're going to notice. And even if they get 30 comments, they'll still realize, oh, hey, Nicole is there every single day taking a genuine interest in what I'm doing. I'm going to check out what she's doing. 
Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And I mean, people are people, right? Like everyone's looking to hear what their audience wants and needs from them. And and I know myself and you and all the other entrepreneurs out there that are building communities, like we really value when people reach out and, and give feedback or comment on something that we're doing because it's an indicator that we should do more of that, that that's what our audience wants from us. So I think at any level, people are looking for feedback and for um, indicators from their, their audience as to what they want and need from them. And, and, and we'll genuinely appreciate that. So I love um, that tip that you just gave there. I think that's great. And I think another thing I'd love for you to share a little bit more about here, Nicole, is, you know, the types of outreach and the types of connection. Because I think sometimes um, entrepreneurs kind of get stuck on that one track mind of looking for customers or looking for clients, when in reality, there's a lot of different types of connection that can add a lot of value in your business and lead you to that ultimate goal. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I said, I was a blogger for a long time. And honestly, I will be the first to tell you I was not doing anything really well. I was just kind of like life casting and just sharing about being a mom. I wasn't doing anything to really stand out. And once I found my podcast. And when I say found, I mean like kind of put it together. I realized then I was in a unique position to share other people's stories. And that is where I kind of made the switch and it kind of gave me the confidence to reach out to the guests that I've had on my show who might not have done like an interview, a written interview on my blog, but they'll do an audio interview because then they can, they'll feel really good about sharing it out. So I think if you can find a way that's kind of very unique and is really going to like speak to also their message and while kind of working for you, if that makes sense, just find something that's mutually beneficial. And if it's not an email or a blog, then just figure out something that can really, really set you apart from every other request that they're getting. Yeah, definitely. No, that that makes a ton of sense. And I love the fact that you shared that you really saw that transition when you found the right platform for you. I feel like that's something I've been talking about a lot on the podcast. And I've actually had several other guests recently that brought that up as well, because I think it really is about finding the right platform for you where you're comfortable, where you feel like you can really breathe in your own skin, that you shine, that you can make other people shine and connect with the people that are meant to see you. And I think that um, a lot of people have kind of got stuck down in doing flat social media posts or sending out emails to their list or blogging or, you know, uh, sending out a newsletter. And, you know, people want to engage now, you know, they want um, two way communication, or they at least want audio or video. Um, Have you found that and and kind of felt that in your own business as well? Yeah. And I think I well, like you said, once I started the podcast, people felt like they could hear my voice. I'm in their living rooms. I'm in their car. I'm wherever they choose to listen to podcasts. So I've had a lot of feedback like, oh, I feel like I know you. And it's funny because I'll get emails from people and I'm sure you have the same Mm -hmm. thing, but people feel like they can talk to you like a friend. And because they're you're with them three times a week listening to their they're listening to your podcast. So absolutely. I think it just kind of sets you apart and people can get to know like the real you. Sometimes you'll flub a sentence or sometimes it's not that extreme edited version of you. It's real. And 
I'm sure you do the same where you don't completely edit something and it's it's just real and authentic. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it allows people to speed through that no like and trust process so much more quickly because of that whole everything that you just described there. It's like people really do feel like they they know you and I think that's part of the validation and the verification that people want before they make a move to work with you and sometimes it's hard to do that, you know, just via an email or a social media post. So I I couldn't agree more there. So let's talk a little bit, Nicole, about how this has kind of changed and transformed your business, what you were doing then and what you're doing now. Because, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that are looking to reinvent themselves, that are looking to relaunch that next phase of life, that next business idea, or maybe their first business idea. Can you talk a little bit about what your business looked like then and what it looks like now from the standpoint of how the podcast and the business summits that you're doing have really shifted things for you? Yeah. So like I said, I've been doing Blissful Eats for four years now, and I always had my blog, but I never really monetized it. I had ads on it. I just wasn't I wasn't passionate about it. I was just kind of writing to write, and I had a small core audience, but I always was looking for that like bigger purpose. It was yes. something that was nagging yes. me forever. I was like, okay, I'm a blogger. This is great. I'm getting minimal page views, but I'm and I'm not doing anything great. So finally, in September, I had my second child in April. And in September, I was like, okay, I'm ready to find myself. I'm ready to stop working. I'm ready to start working. Sorry. And I hit the ground running. And I was kind of like looking and looking and looking. And I was just working with Blissful Eats. And I actually got an email from a PR person who works with Jenna Wolf and who was from the Today Show. And he was like, oh, I met you at an Under Armour event. And would you want to do an interview with her? And that was just what lit the fire under me. It was just such a small thing, but I was like, I can't put Jenna Wolf's interview on my blog that no one reads. I Mm -hmm, need to start mm -hmm. this podcast because the podcast was always in the back of my head because when I started Blissful Eats, I was looking for success stories of other women entrepreneurs in the food industry and I couldn't find any. And I was like, how are these people doing it? So I kind of tucked it away. And then in January, I was like, okay, I have this interview set up. I'm going to start this podcast. And then I started to reach out to all the blogger friendships that I had and who were kind of like one up or two up or three up levels, if you want to just in success. And I was like, I'm starting this podcast. Will you take a chance and let me interview you? And it kind of just all rolled out from there. But then from there, I was able to say to people like Jessica Merchant from House Sweet Eats and Rachel Mansfield, who all have super successful blogs and social media followings. Will you come do this with me? And then I intertwined Blissful Eats with it because I sent them all like physical thank yous of my granola, which opened up another door for people to start posting about it and just building even better relationships. So it's really gone hand in hand with the podcast the food company, getting into Whole Foods. So it's taken a whole kind of bigger turn just by opening that door of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I bring it back again to connection. I know um, I was talking to my team a little bit earlier today and I said, you know, there's such a strong podcasting community and people that are involved in podcasting, they love that sense of connection. They love helping one another. They love opening doors for each other. And that's one of the things that I love the most about podcasting is those relationships that you can build and the doors of communication that you never imagine where they could go that lead to 
opportunities and clients and and income that come from ways that you wouldn't necessarily see as a direct path. So it's really just opening yourself up to that. Yeah. Which I love. And I think also it's just something to be said for it's okay and you should ask for kind of a favor because you are like for me to ask for someone to give an interview. It does have a benefit to them. They are kind of they were taking a chance for that month where I was just recording and no one knew like what I was doing with these interviews. But ask for help and ask like just ask people to take a chance for you. And if you already build those relationships slowly over time and then make the ask where you're kind of sharing and supporting and making that relationship and then you can take it to the next level and kind of ask for a favor and ask them to support you. Yeah, definitely. And I think thinking about different types of people that you want to connect with for different reasons and in different ways. And then like you said, kind of having that target list of people that you're going to focus on slowly over time building that relationship and rapport with. And, you know, then, you know, obviously slowly over time, think the tables will turn, you know, and then people are going to be coming to you and you have that opportunity. Um, you know, I always love when the table finally turns and you have that opportunity when someone that's, you know, getting started needs help or asks a favor or ask you to be on their show to do that. And, you know, it makes it makes a big difference for them. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. And it, it just it comes full circle. It, it all does. So what what advice would you give for um, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that, um, you know, realize that that maybe they haven't been living up to their full potential? Maybe they're in a business or in a job that really doesn't align with um, exciting them in the morning and, and getting them to leap out of bed and really be passionate about what they're pursuing. Um, give some some tips and strategies on kind of crossing that bridge and and finding that right fit for them? Well, I would say the first thing is figure out what lights you up, what makes you passionate for, what do you actually want to be doing? It's so easy to go day by day wishing for Friday and wishing for the weekend and wishing for vacation when in fact, like, I know it's easy for me to sit here and say, like, you should be doing what you're passionate about, but you should. Why aren't you important to follow your dreams and to be living the life that you want to live? Why are you waiting for the weekend and living for those vacations? Like, just stop figure out what you want to be doing and make an action plan to get there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also it doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing. I think so many people sacrifice following their dreams and sacrifice um, doing what they really want to be doing because, you know, they have kids at home or they're in a job or they have other responsibilities and it's like an all or nothing thing. And it so doesn't work that way. You know, you can start from where you are with what you've got and just put one foot in front of the other step by step, inch by inch, and, and you will make progress. And I think that's something that, you know, people need to not let stand in the way of pursuing their passion for sure. Absolutely. If you only have an hour a day and you really sit down and you focus, you'd be surprised if you're just mm -hmm. doing one thing for that hour, how much you can actually get done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So talk to us a little bit about what you're doing with the summit that um, you're putting together and also like share a little bit more about what your podcast is all about and kind of how you're helping people with that. So I told you that I was kind of struggling for my bigger purpose. And when I started the podcast, I still was struggling. And I was like, now I have all these amazing entrepreneurs and I have this great listenership, but I want to do something bigger. I, I was getting emails all the time. Like I'm so inspired, but what now I need to, mm -hmm. I need to mm -hmm. take the next steps. So I decided after struggling, I actually just 
was talking to a, another blog friend and I shared my struggle with her and she solved my problem in literally three seconds. She was like, okay, well, you need to have a summit and get all these people together to teach. And I was like, wow, okay. So the point is when you share problems with friends or other entrepreneurs, they can help you solve the problem. It's, it all goes back to that connection and just surrounding yourself with people who kind of can support you and lift you up and help you figure out your business problems or your personal problems. So that's where the summit idea was born. And then I went back to all those podcast guests, 22 people who've been on my podcast, and just asked them if they'd be interested in teaching a class on something they were really passionate about. And they all agreed, which... I was, they took a chance with me once and I think I kind of showed them the return that the podcast really was successful and they'd get a lot of great feedback. So they said yes again, amazingly. And I was so kind of humbled that they would spend another hour with me. So it's the Food Entrepreneur Summit and the whole basis behind it is come sit and learn from these 22 amazing speakers and then let's connect with them. So they're going to have a chance to spend an hour inside a Facebook group and just ask the speakers questions because when you make connections and you ask questions, that's when you're really going to grow your business. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it's so interesting because uh, asking questions really does determine your level of success. And knowing the right questions to ask has a lot to do with how far you go. You know, sometimes you're in the position to ask the question and you miss the opportunity because you don't have your you don't have your own thought process in line, you know. Like I'll find people will get on a, a group coaching call and sometimes they don't even know the question to ask. And I say to them, you know, you have to spend time mentally preparing to engage in a, a dialogue about where you are and where you want to be and how you can get there and at least open up and ask for help like you just mentioned there. Because if you aren't asking the right questions, you know, there there's probably people all around you that can help you move forward, get to where you want to be, um, go further faster. But if you don't ask the question, you don't get the answer. And I think that that's, you know, such a key point there. And it's great that you're um, taking it a step further and letting people network and dialogue with the speakers afterwards and ask those questions because um, so much can come from a single answer that you get from the right person that spurs that next step for you. Yeah. And it's all about taking action. It's so easy to just sit back and be passive and to say, I know this, I know that, I know how to grow my Instagram, I know how to grow my blog. But how many people are actually taking action and actually doing those steps? Because it's not, it's not easy. It's hard to hustle. So the point of the whole, the whole point of the summit is to like be ready to take action. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's great. So talk to me about some tools and some strategies that you're using in your business right now that you're super excited about that you'd like to share with our listeners. So honestly, the number one thing I do, which is very simple and not, I don't, it's not a tool, but I make sure that I go on Facebook and make connections with people who are kind of in my target every single day. And it's, it's not a tool, but it's going in those groups and just answering questions and just conversing with different people that really, and I know I hate to keep dialing it back to connection, but just doing that has been like the biggest game changer for me is just helping people out for nothing. It's not, I'm not putting links in there. I'm not saying, you know, go to Nicole Culver I'm just giving them 
advice on things that have helped me. And that really, really, really has been the number one key. As far as tools, I've been using Meet Edgar, which I really, really love. That has been a great tool just to help me with Facebook and Facebook groups and Twitter and just kind of keep things in the queue that I want to keep putting out. And using it to share out other people's content that I'm kind of like curating that I think my audience would really like. Yeah, no, that's great. We use Meet Edgar as well. And we really love it. We switched over a couple months ago. And it's been a huge uh, time saver for us and definitely help with the engagement and and promotion of our offers and stuff like that. So um, no, that's great. And I love this, the simple strategy of getting in the groups and answering questions. And, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are um, maybe get stuck on how to promote themselves or or how to engage with people because they put too much pressure on how they're going to sell themselves. When in reality, people will be much more interested in you if you just focus on adding value for them. Like you don't need to say the name of your business. You don't need to say what you do. You don't need to have a pitch. You don't need to do any of that. Just answer questions, engage with people, be a resource, and then they'll come to you. They'll get on your site. They'll get on your Facebook page, right? So um, I I love that. And so I think just that simple tip that you just gave there, Nicole, of just spending a few minutes every day going on Facebook, getting in your groups, answering questions, being a resource, that in and of itself will make an impact on, on your business and on your income if you are consistent with that. That's yeah. Yeah. And like you said, they're going to find you. They're going to click on your profile and go to your website. I mean, I do it all the time too, when people answer my questions. So just be there and be there in a real way. Don't be there because people can see right through you if you have an ulterior motive. Yes. No, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, So what do you feel you're most excited about in your business right now, Nicole? And um, what are some things to look out for on the horizon coming up for you? I am just super excited about this summit. Uh, these 22 speakers have really, really like delivered when it comes to these master classes. And these are people who don't usually do this type of thing. They don't usually, they haven't participated in like 10 summits. This mm-hmm. is the first summit for many of them. And I'm really excited for people to have the chance to connect with them and to really get to talk with them in a way that they don't really put themselves out there. A lot of the bloggers and the entrepreneurs are just like blogging and talking about recipe creation and talking about their latest product. They're not talking about like the behind the scenes and the nitty gritty, how they got to where they are. So I'm really excited to be able to help them share that. Great. I love it. And is there a page up for the summit now or is that still to come? Yeah, it it is at NicoleCulverBlog.com forward slash summit. Awesome. And we will definitely include that in the show notes and um, all the follow-up resources that we send out about the podcast. So I can't let you go until you give our audience just a couple tips on the health side of things because, you know, one of the top things that I think entrepreneurs struggle with is how to keep themselves healthy and and really incorporate self-care into their crazy, crazy lives. So can you give us a couple quick tips on that and then we'll wrap it up? Of course. My first thing I will say is sleep is so important. I make sure, even with two kids, I make sure I'm getting eight to nine hours every single night because I'm one of those people, I cannot function with five to six hours. And if you think you can, you're probably wrong also because you're suffering in other ways. So sleep, 
eat whole foods, that is the definitely so super important. If it has a laundry list of ingredients, then just try and not eat it that often. The next one would be self-care. Like you said, make sure you get in me time in the form of exercise, the form of just getting outside for 10 minutes, having coffee with a friend, something, those three things. If you can do those three things, I think you will find a lot of health and balance. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you, Nicole, for adding so much value on the show today. And um, definitely we'll share the summit with everyone so they can check that out. And um, one more time, if you want to just share the podcast in in case people want to take a look at that as well. Yes, my podcast is Blissful Bites, and you can search it in iTunes, Stitcher, or NicoleCulverBlog.com forward slash podcast. Excellent. All right, Nicole, thank you so much for being with us today. And for everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thank you. Are you a small business owner or entrepreneur that's tired of spending countless hours and thousands of dollars attempting to market yourself online with little to no result? Incorporating selling to local businesses and organizations will allow you to quickly make multi-thousand dollar leaps in your income and create leverage freedom in your business. Want to learn how? All you have to do is text the word raise your rates. That's all one word, no spaces. Text raise your rates to 44222 to get my very special four-part video training series that's going to walk you through the A to Z to make this work for you. 